This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of May the 6th, 2018. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. Who are you, dude? I'm Vince. Jeez, you haven't man, been you here forgot, for a while, and you, you, you forgot, forgot the whole format. I forgot, how to, forgot how to do the whole thing. Yikes. I've, yeah, and I forgot how to work this microphone. That apparently, there's a mute button. Who put that there? This week, Orlando, Florida was in the news as a potential XFL city. This is episode 14. It's time to rage. Big news this week. I don't really know if it's big news, guys, but it's some news, Jake, which makes it big when we're talking XFL. Can you believe it? When you type in XFL on Google this week, Jake, there's actually new relevant news. Unbelievable. Finally. Yeah, nothing from the official XFL Twitter no. or website. But, or but Facebook still, or Instagram or, or Tumblr, no. Vince, you haven't been here in a while, man. Welcome back. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well, Alan. I'm doing well, Jake. And I'm ready to talk some XFL. We got some big stuff here to talk about. It, uh, you know, new things are happening in the xfl we're finally starting to see some plans in motion possibly new things there's a lot of new things that we're (laughs) we're wishing would come out uh this isn't a lot i would say it's one new thing and that is the city of orlando florida being a rumored xfl town the xfl apparently alpha entertainment reached out to the city of orlando this week to see uh, about potentially having a team play in Camping World Stadium, a.k.a. the Citrus Bowl. And that's really huge because, well, one, that's where the Orlando Rage played. Two, that's Orlando's one of our ideal uh, XFL cities when we had our XFL City Madness countdown and bracket and votes and all sorts of debate shows. Orlando, I would argue, not only made our cut of Final Eight, Jake, but might have been our number one city overall. It may have. It was a definite lock, I believe, from everyone. Unanimous. It was yeah. a unanimous vote for sure. And, and I, I have a feeling that, you know, the reason why we haven't heard any cities announced until just now is because they were waiting to hear what we said. And then, you know, <laughs> that's the great thing about the XFL is that they're listening. They want to hear what us football fans want. And we said we wanted Orlando. We thought it would be a great idea. And now Vince McMahon's acting on it. See, that's why I missed Vince being on the show, Jake, because he's the one. He'll, br- he'll break his arm patting ourselves on the back for us. We don't have to do it. Hey, somebody has to do it. <laughs> so, Vince, it's been a while since you were here, and a lot has happened since the last time you joined the show. We've had 
Uh, all of our eight cities uh, locked in for our our ideal, the ones, the cities we endorse. The XFL. This is the XFL show. Orlando being one of those cities. We've had the Alliance of American Football spring up out of nowhere and all the conspiracies surrounding that now in your place we've had brian who i'm sure all of us will be on a show in the future but vince can you quickly give us your thoughts on the announcement of the aaf as it as it relates to the xfl how do you think those two leagues will relate to each other and do you believe any of the conspiracy theories out there about that league Uh, you know i i just cannot believe that there is going to be another football league (laughs) competing at the same time as the XFL. You know, I mean, it is just, uh, you know, why, I just don't understand why you would do that. Um, but, you know, they're, they're going to try. Uh, they're going to start it a year earlier. You know, it's great that they have, uh, you know, a, a place, a plan in place that they've at least announced everybody, you know, for broadcasting their games. Uh, but, you know, we, we talked about it at length. It was talked about, uh, you know, for the past, you know, 20 years or so, why the XFL failed. One of the reasons why was because it started up so quickly. That's exactly what this league is essentially trying to do. Uh, and I, it just doesn't sound good. I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll give it a chance, obviously. But, you know, I just, I don't see how it's going to be any good competition against Vince McMahon. Well, the thing is, the AAF does have a lot of plans in place already. They have a TV deal. They have uh, a couple cities already announced. But the play, the players are the most important thing, right? And that's something they don't have, although they have a lot of old players in their front office. So uh, that's and, good for what them. Do those, the what do those players play. know about, <laughs> I mean, about running a football league? Well, they have Bill Polian, who's there. But uh, we're going to talk about the AAF some more, Vince. I just want to get your preliminary thoughts on the AAF, and it sounds like you're staunchly uh, in favor of the XFL if you had to choose. But as a football fan like me, you'll be watching both, I assume. I I, I will certainly, you know, give it a shot, uh, but I, I don't have high expectations. So, Vince, you're saying just because you eat donuts, that doesn't mean you can run your own bakery. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. I know a whole lot about eating donuts, believe me. All right, let's get into the news of the week now, this Orlando stuff. This week, Alan Johnson, who's the executive director of Orlando's venues, told the Orlando Sentinel that McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and Alpha Entertainment reached out, of course, with the XFL uh, to talk about possibly putting a team in Camping World Stadium um, that Mike Bianchi reported on this from the Sentinel, and this is the quote he had from Alan Johnson, executive director of Orlando Venues. He said, quote, we were told that there is preliminary high-level interest in Orlando, and they would get back to us at a later date. They did mention in the call that they are aware of the other league, the Alliance, and felt that the Orlando market could support two teams. Uh, first of all, Uh, We talked about this last week, Jake, and maybe even the week before, but Orlando, we already knew for a couple weeks now, has the AAF. Still okay, you think, for the XFL to pursue Orlando as as a market? I don't think the city can support two football teams, but if I'm the XFL, I'm still setting up shop there and trying to run the other guys out of town. 
Okay, and that's a, so you answered you answered both questions I was going to ask because yeah I th- I'm, I'm a, I agree with you uh, you go after Orlando because that is a prime market for the XFL and also one you don't know if the AAF is going to be around in 2020 a year after its first <laughs> season and two if it's there. Uh, you know, friendly competition. Let's let's do this. And you know, Vince McMahon is is he's just looking for some competition because right now he has none. <laughs> he probably likes this. Yes. <laughs> uh, how about you, Vince? Do you think if the AAF is around in 2020, could the city of Orlando support two football teams in non NFL in a non NFL? Not well, NFL teams. It's well, you know, isn't the uh, that Orlando team's going to be playing at you know Central University of Central Florida Stadium, I believe. Um, the Alliance will, yeah, yeah. The Alliance is uh, XFL targeting the Citrus Bowl. Uh, you know, so you're not going to have any you know competition for a venue. They could be playing on the exact same day at the exact same time. Uh, but you know, the <laughs> XFL, you know, what we're promised is, you know, something different, something that the fans really want to see. Uh, you know, if the Alliance is just a, you know, a very, very watered-down NFL and then the XFL is something drastically different, I, you know, that, that definitely plays in the hands of the XFL. There's no doubt about it. The, the AF right now, to me, the, at least rules-wise, sounds like the NFL sped up to where it's heading. There, It's the NFL with... All the safety precautions, no kickoffs, uh, you know, extreme, extreme protection of quarterbacks and all and how they're talking so far. The XFL, we talked last week, Vince, about it maybe slanting towards an old school style of football. Would you say that that is the number one thing fans are going to want that's different from the NFL and the AAF? I I don't know. I I, I don't know if it's going to be. You know this old school style for the XFL. I'm not sure yet. You know it could be it could be a seven on seven league for all we know. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it it could be drastically different. I I, I hate to speculate. No pass. I was going to say we don't we don't know <laughs> we don't know yet. But I you know if I had to put a wager on it, I would say you know the AAF is going to be a more conservative league. You know they're going to be uh, they're going to be championing. Uh, safety, I guess, and, and the NFL. I mean, the XFL. You know, obviously, it'll it'll be mentioned, but you know, it's really the quality of the game is what they're going for. And you can't have the top notch quality of football being afraid to get hit. Let's get back to Alan Johnson, executive director of Orlando Venues. Another quote from him: "Quote: We're always excited about events that we can add to the great variety of events that we already have at Camping World Stadium. The XFL." would be a welcome addition. So it sounds like, I mean, they were the, the city was very pumped about the AAF and Steve Spurrier coming to town, and they're also wanting the XFL. The more the merrier, at least the city says, because that's revenue, revenue and attractions for them. The question is, Vince McMahon and Steve Spurrier in the same town, can they coexist? Uh, well, you know, Steve Spurrier a legend throughout those parts in Florida. Uh, so, you know, th- this is a, he is a top guy, um, but this is, you know, he's a coach. It's not like he's running the league. Uh, are people really going to show up to watch a guy coach? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. He, 
They're getting the jump. You got to understand the AAF has the jump on the XFL. Steve Spurrier plus XFL would have been money. Now the AAF has Steve Spurrier. And when you have Steve Spurrier, you also get the jump on guys like Tim Tebow. Or I don't know, other Florida Gator legends that are still maybe able to play. Vince, you got to take that seriously. You got to understand that. Those guys draw money in that part of town. The XFL, even with the brand, it's going to have a tough time beating out Florida Gator legends playing over at UCF Stadium. They 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 will draw money. There there's I'm not disputing that, but you know what what's going to happen if you know the the Florida spring game is on the same day as a an alliance home game you know who do you think is going to draw more fans in that situation uh, it, i mean this i i don't know you know i think for you know a week or two steve spurrier's you know a big draw but not in in the long run i just don't see it well he also has access don't forget that it's not just the man himself but i i don't know this isn't I think the best bet for the XFL is hoping the alliance just fizzles out after one year. What, what would you put the odds? What would you put the odds of that happening, Jake? Do you expect the AAF to last more than one year? Uh, if I had it taken over or an under, I, I think I'd probably take the over on that one. That that may not be the right the right call, but yeah, I I think it's going to last longer than a year. Oh, really? Is, is that because of just so. all all of the, the things they already have in place? You think they have a good, I guess, corporate structure? It, it feels well, like it, something that's built on a pretty decent foundation already. I, I might, I, I'm kind of with you. It, it appears that way. Plus, you know, they don't have to go balls out on the, you know, on the, on the first season. It doesn't have to be, you know, a, a knockout hit right out of the gates. It could just be marginal or average and survive, you know, at least another year. Absolutely. Also different from doesn't, doesn't have to set the world on fire. Really, you know, we, and we can't compare these to the the AF and the new XFL to the old XFL because it's the day and age we live in. Right, the XFL could only survive if TV ratings, uh, you know, would reflect that it was something worth NBC's while because other than that it had nowhere else to go most of the AAF is going to be streamed online and I would bet that the XFL will be similar and you'll just have you know game of the week type stuff on some sort of network or cable channel I mean you agree with me Vince that you can't compare uh, the original XFL to these two new leagues because these two new leagues have way more ways to reach an audience than the XFL did initially. Well, you know, just because you have more ways to reach an audience doesn't mean that, you know, the audience is going to be, you know, consuming your product. You you still got to have a good product. You still got to have something people want to watch, people want to spend money on. And that remains to be seen. So we have all this Orlando news coming in, and this is uh, the first real bit of news from the XFL. So you feel like, Jake, the ball is slowly starting to get rolling on the XFL? Do you feel, do you feel it? Do you feel that momentum in the air? Can yeah, you, smell you know, it? I, 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 I can't smell it yet, but, you know, I, I can feel a little, little bit of a, a tingly sensation. <laughs> I, I feel it. Can. 
Because besides the Orlando news, there is a very small bit of news that you had to kind of dig to find, but it did come out this week, and that is a Security Exchange Commission filing, Vince. The SEC and Alpha Entertainment filing with the SEC, and apparently in that filing, it's revealed that indeed the WWE as a company is a minority owner in the XFL. Because apparently in order to get the naming rights, Alpha Entertainment had to give up something to WWE because they are separate companies. So WWE is listed as a minority shareholder of Alpha Entertainment and the XFL. I'm not surprised uh, just based on the fact that, you know, this is a large operation and you need you need some capital to get you're not started su- up you're not surprised even though Vince McMahon said that they were going to be separate he is he lying Vince he's lying to everybody he said the WWE would be involved he's a he's a wrestling Ugh. promoter I mean he, of course he's going to tell you things like that I mean who cares who's funding it <laughs> I know I I just say that because I read the the report I read the article I found, I think it was on MLive.com, which is a you know Michigan newspaper website, and who I don't even know the jabroni who wrote it, but they were writing it in a tone that was like, Vince McMahon's a lying bastard. He said WWE wouldn't be involved. Look, WWE's involved, everybody. Oh, my God. Who cares? Well, I mean, just, be- just because you know their name is on some document, again, that, that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, I don't know. It doesn't mean that Seth Rollins is going to be in the locker room hyping up a team, you know, and, and that's on TV. Oh, oh well, I, w- I would have put it past Seth Rollins to run out and pick a ball off in the fourth quarter in the last second out of nowhere and screw over some <laughs> team. But that's just another story. Um, yeah, I, that, that, that was silly at reading that article. But WWE is indeed a minority owner. Uh, for granting Alpha the usage rights to the name XFL. So uh, that's just something that came out this week, a little bit of news. Um, still feel like the AAF it ha- has a little bit more juice when it comes to the financials behind it than the XFL, Vince. They've got yeah. some big name, big money names behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's Tech big names. money names. You, you know, yeah. you got big networks involved. Uh, it's what, CBS is is the one that's you know going to be broadcasting uh those contests so you, you know it, it would seem that way but you know it doesn't necessarily mean you know whoever's got the most money is, is going to win uh or, or whoever's going to have the best show i mean that's not that's not always the case and vince mcmahon has proven that he doesn't need the most money in a fight like this to win so that that's something else to consider um, here's the second portion of the show now we'll get to. This is kind of the debate that we set up last week, Jake, and we'll bring Vince in now on it. We brought it up, just teased it last week. Now I want to get to it, once again, keeping the AAF in mind. But for the XFL, minor or major, what should be the approach to this football league? We all know it's the quality of the play, and usually a minor league means the quality of the play isn't that great. But would it behoove the XFL to try to develop some kind of relationship with the NFL, whether it's official or unofficial, where it really is a league propped up to funnel talent into the NFL? Do you think that should be the goal or should be the or should the goal be to have the best possible players and even steal NFL players and be 
kind of a competitor, even though, Jake, I know you maintain they're not competing with the NFL. I kind of am on the side that if the XFL isn't an outright minor league, then even though they're not playing at the same time, they are a competitor with the NFL. How do you think the approach, what would your approach be? It, okay, if I'm if I'm Vince McMahon or if I'm on the board of Elf Entertainment, I want to project, you know, the appearance that we are a direct competitor and a, and a major threat to the NFL. That's what I want the general populace and the audience uh, to feel. Uh, but really, I, I think we're just, you know, inside we're, we're just a minor league system, not. Maybe an indirect feeder or farm system, you know, just something for uh, for NFL teams to take a second look at players that maybe they, you know, they've passed on a couple years ago. So I, I want to project that we are the big leagues and we are going head to head with, you know, where the big boys play in the NFL. But really, do we ever, you know, hope to be at that level? Probably not. Vince, I feel like. The AAF or the XFL, and I absolutely think this is the AAF's goal, uh, is to be a part of the NFL where instead of practice squads, one day you're going to have these leagues where teams are going to have ownership of a player, but they're going to send them to one of these leagues to maybe get polished up one day. Do you feel like the AAF is being propped up to be something like that with so many NFL people involved in it? Uh, uh. I don't know. I just don't know if does does football really work like that? You know, you know where you're. I mean, you can't you can't beat yourself up playing this game all year round. You know that just doesn't. That's just but, not feasible. Yeah, but the players that would be in this league in this in this regard would be guys like. Well, if you're a Steelers fan, you see they have all these quarterbacks on the roster. What if the Steelers, knowing they're not going to be playing Josh Dobbs at all, but maybe want to get him some reps, send him to the AAF, and you know they have an affiliate team with the AAF or the are XFL? You saying, are you saying that the AAF is going to be you know Deep South or, or Smoky Mountain? Yes, yes, or your AAA if you want to make a baseball analogy or your AHL, if you want to make a hockey analogy, yeah, a minor league. Why, why couldn't that work for one of these leagues, the XFL it, it or could. the AAF? It, it, it very well could. Yeah, I, I, but isn't I, the college game, you know, isn't that what it's well, doing already? Well, that's, yeah, it's developing the talent for, for, the, for the, the kids at a young age to get them to the NFL but then after that, you know, if you can't play in the NFL, if you can't make a roster, you have nowhere to go. You know, as of right now, you really only have what arena league football. You're not playing that. Canada. Uh, uh, you could play in Canada. Uh, now, this is another thing that could be controlled by the NFL. Uh, and like Alan said, you know, send a guy down there. Uh, to, to, he's still on. He's still a part of your organization. But he gets some reps, and you, you get a look at him, and then maybe you bring him back. I, I mean, it could work, um, but you know, with the fact that there's, I, I like I like what you said there about quarterbacks, but I feel like that's a unique position, and that everything else, I, I just don't, I just don't see. You're you're either good enough to make the roster, or you're not. At a certain age, I mean, I think football is something. I mean, look at. 
There are plenty of NFL Europe players that kind of went through that process that ended up getting into the NFL uh, proper. And I think multiple positions. Now, running back, I would say, like, that's a position that is going to be really hard for you to bounce league to league from. That's a position where that's a young man's position. A position like cornerback, you could get pretty, you could learn a lot, I think, playing in a minor league against really good competition that's NFL caliber, but there to be polished, you know. Uh, Quarterback, of course, is the top. Uh, of that, but I, offensive tackle, I think, is something like that as well, and that's why I think the AAF, the way they're kind of designing their league, I think that's where they're headed. Their mindset is at because it seems like they're making that league extra safe for a, for a reason. See, I don't think that the N. I think the NFL is you know going to look down on the XFL just like it did in the past. I don't think yeah. they're really going to do that with the AA, you know, with with the AAF. Exactly. I think the AAF is the league that's gearing towards being a minor league. So the XFL, like you said, Jake, project that it's a competitor, project that it is a legitimate major league professional football entity. How do they do that? That's the big question. Because minor league seems like the easy road out. Yeah, You're not in it to make money in that case. You're in to just be sustainable and be it something that's going to last. The XFL... See, it's going to be a, it's going to be something that's trying to hit a home run and be, become something that's ingrained in the culture and something that people are spending big money on. How do they do that? That's the debate that's raging on. And the more and more we see the NFL changing kickoff rules, this AAF springing up, the more and more all these things are happening. I am leaning more and more to the topic we talked about last week. Old school football is going to need a home pretty soon because it is not going to be a part of the NFL sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, it would appear that way, especially like we're coming out. Uh, I'm just going to reiterate, you know, I, I did say it last week. We don't want to see that scramble, you know, to, to start off the game. That that doesn't mean old school necessarily. But, yeah, re, you know, real kickoffs, uh, quarterbacks that are allowed to get hit, That that is old school football. Vince, you weren't a part of that debate last week, but – as we see all these things happening, where where do you think the XFL should be? If if you're if you're part of that boardroom and you're listening to shows like this and the fans on social media, what are you going to do to separate yourself from the AAF and the NFL? Yeah, I mean we've we've talked about this. Uh, Nobody you know, wants three leagues pussyfooting around and not allowing hitting. I'm telling you, people want violence in their football. That's right. You know, that's absolutely right. You know, we've talked about this, you know, whenever the XFL first got announced, you know, you know, what what do we want to see from this new XFL? You know, we talked about simpler rules. We talked about, you, you know, getting back to the fundamentals. We talked about all that kind of stuff, you know, uh, you know, a hard hitting game, the way it used to be played that wasn't influenced so heavily by officiating, you know, that's what, uh, you know, uh, you know, us as football fans are talking about what we, uh, that we want. We feel a lot of people want that. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel it's going to be something like that or it's going to be something, you know, I still don't r- rule out completely different stuff, a seven-on-seven type game, you know, something very different. You really think there's a chance for that? Yeah, I absolutely that. do. I, 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 re- I really do think that. I mean, it would help the roster, you know, at least. 
or, or maybe maybe a, a game where all eleven guys are eligible, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm I'm don't rule it out. Center streak on two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guard guard post hook and ladder guard <laughs> to got, tackle. They got the center in the backfield <laughs> and the guards to the right. <laughs> oh man, well. Vince is coming up with all sorts. I feel like if you're in that boardroom, you're the guy just saying all sorts of wacky shit. I think we're getting to the time where you got to start developing a game plan and then start campaigning for that game plan. So if I have a seat in there with Vince McMahon and and whoever else is on the board there with the XFL, I'm pushing for just the traditional football league. Less gimmicks, of course, like you said, than 2001, Jake. And I think that's going to be different enough. And that is actually a huge advantage, I think. A lot of people are underestimating the fact that football is so much different than it was from just, like we said, the 1990s, Jake. Yeah, and, you know, the, the NFL in, in 2020, or, you know, the, the end of the, of the season, at least, could, could still look drastically different than it did last year. So if the XFL could do anything different just to set itself apart – that's only going to be better for them. And also, if you're if you're playing old school football, maybe in 2020, uh, by then the old ball coach will be like, "Shit, I want to go coach over there. That's real football. We can't even kick the ball off here." <laughs> he may not have a job come 2020. We don't know. <laughs> you're right. If he goes 0 and 10, they could fire him. You know, it's what, tough what in if, that alliance. What if what if, uh, what if Spurrier is coaching the? <laughs> The uh the the Alliance League in Orlando, and then you get Bobby Bowden to coach the uh, <laughs> the ninety year old Bobby Bowden team in Orlando. <laughs> that would be great, and, and then you have a crossover game once a year. I mean, that's going to be the eventual Super Bowl, right? That's what we're all hoping for. Oh man, I don't know. They got they got Atlanta too. Uh, the AAF Vinci. Before we get out of here, Atlanta, an XFL city, we went over it before, but now that the AAF is there, do you think the XFL should just pursue all the towns they're in? <laughs> if you want to go head to head with your competition, <laughs> that's what you got. That's what you got to do. Uh, where are they going to play that in in Atlanta at the at the Mercedes Georgia Benz? State? St- no, Georgia State Stadium. Georgia State. Okay, all right. Which so is, they're targeting which is Turner Field. Turner Field. Oh. All right. Well, that's you know that's saying something right there. You know they're targeting either you know uh, college stadiums or or stadiums owned by billionaires. Yeah, uh, the AAF has a has their stuff together. Who knows with the XFL? Very secretive, but it's fun. I think it's way more fun to cover. That's why this is the XFL show, not the this is the AAF show. Because. <laughs> All the mystery is some of the is is the best part about this road to twenty twenty. Do you really. think that they that they have a plan, or they're still coming up with one? The XFL, yeah, no, yeah, things are changing. I'm telling you, the AAF <laughs> is is really influencing what they're doing. But they have a they've had a plan, I'm sure, for cities and preliminary discussions with stadiums and. Uh, rules, I'm sure there there's a litany of rules that are probably being discussed right now. There's the thing about this is it's it's a private and it's a you know everything's happening behind closed doors. They're letting the AAF go out there and do a lot of the things the original XFL did. While this is something completely different, this go around for Vince McMahon and the XFL. I'm yeah, digging sure. it so far. 
I'm sure the NDAs have been signed, you know, well in advance. Um, that was a, a fun episode. Wow. And it's already here come to an end. Vince, welcome back. Uh, we definitely missed your point of view on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, okay, it, it was good center to be streaks. back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't rule that kind of stuff out. It's different. Uh, you know, that if people want to get back the way they used to play football in the backyard, that's what you got to do. Uh, may, who knows? Maybe they'll put uh, basketball hoops next to the goalposts, and you could shoot a hoop and kick a field goal for double the points on an extra point. I don't Is that kind of like basketball? Yeah, or maybe put some ice out there, or maybe a moat with sharks. I don't know. <laughs> I think next week we... Here's here's some homework for for you guys and all of our listeners out there uh, for next week as part of next week's show. Think of the wackiest, goofiest gimmick you can for the new XFL that you that you could you would want them to maybe use if they're going all, all out with gimmicks. One wacky ass gimmick. Bring it to the table for next week's show. How about that? Oh, I can't wait to hear those. Yeah, you better have your own too, Jim. <laughs> You can only imagine the things you could be thinking of. Uh, but that'll be next week. And if you guys want to send in your wacky suggestions or anything else XFL-related, you know where to find us anywhere on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at XFL Show. Or just go to the website. This is the XFLShow.com. For Jake, for Vince, I'm Alan. We'll see you next week. This has been the XFL Show.